Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 110. What is up? What is up, Michael? What is up, Watch Family? I can't believe it's been 110 episodes. 110 times of us doing that goddamn intro. Right? We've switched it up yeah, before. Man. No, no, sometimes, we sw- sometimes you started. Or no, sometimes I've started, and then you did my part. But I think that just felt weird. I have to immediately shower. Right? Well, no, I feel like when you do that, it's like it's like it's like touching yourself <clears throat> with the opposite hand. Like it gets the job done, but you feel oddly unfulfilled. It's like mm, yeah. it just didn't it's just it just doesn't feel I'm not setting yeah. myself up for success by by using the other hand, essentially. You know what I mean? This works. I'm glad we've made it this far <laughs> and uh, happy that people are still listening somehow. Somehow, but this, this this is this is actually so this this week's gonna be a lot of fun. There's a lot of really fun watch news we want to talk about. There's a lot of really cool TBWS updates, two broke watch knobs updates we want to talk about. Um, really quick though, the main topic for this week is something that I think we've talked about a little bit, but maybe not a lot. I don't think it's something something we've gotten angry about. We've gotten really yes. upset, or I've gotten really upset about this before. Quite, 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 about. quite. So the uh, the basic premise for 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 today's show is having a discussion around the idea of watch modding, but across the whole spectrum of watch modding, that's maybe a lot easier for people to do. Maybe things they don't even realize are technically considered watch modding, to things that are yeah. a bit more um, involved, and there might be some kind of technical impediments or hangups from folks doing certain types of other um other watch mods and then um i want to talk about a couple like watch modding things that i guess are maybe like out of fashion or just like not really done anymore or anything like that but um but that's the basic idea uh just talk about that culture because one of us will will reveal soon one of us is thinking about modding a watch that was very special to us that is very special to us right yeah it's it's a it's a (laughs) It's quite the endeavor. It's a it's a big, it's kind of a big move. Yeah. Um, we won't say we won't so. say who quite yet. Yeah. The hint is though that is it is one of the two broke wash knobs. It's one of us. It's one of us. Yeah. It's not both of us. It's one of us. But here, let's let's honor tradition. We have very few traditions on this show. Uh, also, just to preface, uh, I am having some kind of allergic reaction to something. So if I die, publish this episode. All right. Yeah, Good. yeah. There's no question there. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it going. <laughs> I'll, hear the, I'll hear the dead thump. You'll have to talk my Just wife through saving the track and then like mailing it over to you before she calls nine one one for me. You know what I mean? So she has to deal with that while she's grieving. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's one grieving broke watch knobs. Window. We have patience for crying out loud. <laughs> The, the show, show must go on. The show <laughs> must go on, goddammit. But here, we have very few traditions on this show. As you just experienced, having a tangent is one of them. The other one is doing a wrist check. We need to talk about what we're wearing for this week's show. Uh, do you want to go first, or shall I? Um, I can go first. I'm actually wearing a modded watch. I've never wadded... Uh, I've never wadded a watch. Ah, tell me more. <laughs> I've never modded a watch. Tell me tour. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> before so uh, i'm wearing a watch that was modded okay um i actually tried modding uh one of these uh or a similar watch before and failed miserably um but this is a seiko 7548 quartz diver uh oh, pepsi shit yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. 
this week has been super uh Seiko heavy for me. Uh it's really only been this watch, the um one seventy five or the 007, which I like I totally thrashed the 007 crystal. I don't know how. Uh recently which leads me to feel yeah, re- like in this week. I don't know what I did, but wow. I looked down and it's got this huge like scratch. <laughs> and uh like hard legs will scratch, yeah, but it's like People kind of shit on hard legs, but it's you know still not that easy to get a super deep scratch. And this this thing is pretty deep. I think people shit uh, on hard legs because it's not sapphire. There's this some yeah. there's some sort of like sexual fetishization of the, the sapphire crystal. I'm not a giant fan of sapphire crystals. I like mineral crystals or acrylic if I'm feeling particularly uh, self indulgent. You know what I mean? I'm not a giant sapphire person. I don't know why. I don't mind sapphire. I, I I would probably take the opportunity to put a sapphire crystal on that SKX. This Seiko 7548 is modded, um, and the mods are you know pretty functional. It's got a sapphire crystal. I believe the click spring has been upgraded cool. to be a little more solid and not so not so loose like what you'd get in vintage divers that are like bidirectional. This is still bidirectional, but uh, it's really? very the clicks are super pronounced. Hmm. And, and I think these mods were done by uh, done by Terry over at Toxic Natives. The man, so, man with the plan. Yeah, when when we had him when we had him on, I think the first time we had him, uh, he was he was really into talking about some of the mods he had done to watches like the Marine Master. I yeah. think he mentioned a, a modern Rolex that he had that he still modded stuff that is taboo, I, I suppose to to some, but. You know, functional mods that work, and that's part of the reason I like this uh, seven five four eight. I was wearing it this week in the rain, and nice. I wasn't too worried. The um, one thing that I figured out about this watch, and I don't know how I never noticed this, if you turn the watch over and you compare it to the underside of like a standard SKX, mm-hmm. the crown, the entire crown assembly, has its own like its own cutout in the case. For everything to fit into it's really oh, it's really strange and super it, it feels way more secure than um something like an skx 007 um but yeah this is a this is a fun watch pepsi bezel that's already kind of all faded i think this is probably late 80s or early 90s um kanji what, date wheel what are the so dimensions the, 42 or 41 same as an skx okay that's Same cool. as an SKX. If anything, I think the. If anything, I think this might be a little thinner. I'm not really sure. Actually, Terry has a cool video where he compares this very watch that I'm holding in my hand with like a Garden Variety SKX. So maybe I'll post that. He he gets the calipers out and goes through all the dimensions. Ah, uh, the calipers. So here's the. I can't remember if we've talked about this or not, but we're both going through a very aggressive watch purge. Is that watch? Is that watch going to make the cut? I you know, I, I tried. Who brought it up? I tried. Some people, some people bit, and I'm like, I think, I, I think you're you're being more ruthless than I am, which is rare. That's not <sighs> usually the case. It's like the other way around most of the time. And I'll, you know, I just, I re- I like this. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll put a watch on. I'll think about a watch and be like, oh, that thing is stupid. Gotta sell it. And then I'll put it on and be like, oh, I love you. I love you. What uh, was I thinking 10 minutes ago? <laughs> you know, it's just it's just fun. 
Um, good. I, good. I, I gotta I gotta think about it. Maybe maybe still if somebody if somebody's interested, they can still get in touch. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm wearing. How about you? I'm wearing a watch that I'm gonna sell, or that I'm yeah. trying to sell right now. So I have sold my Samurai Blue Lagoon. Lafita Sen yes. is gone. Goodbye, my friend. Uh, it is keeping it is it is it is keeping good company with the a show listener. I'm really really happy this person was able to get this watch, and so I know they're gonna take very good care of it. Uh, what I'm wearing right now, though, next in the chopping block is the Squale 30 Atmos GMT ceramic bezel, classic classic ceramic bezel. It's not like the tropical one or whatever. It's just black. It's just black with the red GMT hand. Um, really really fun watch. Um, I haven't. I haven't tried too hard to sell it. I've just been doing posts every now and then on the Instagram feed. But what I'm probably going to do now, it will first, I guess, just say on the show, I'm selling this watch. If someone's interested in the Squalor 30 Atmos GMT, let me know what's up. I wrote a review on it. There's also a video uh, on it. Uh, In that video, I completely fucking annihilate my thumbnail trying to turn the bezel uh, on this watch that has since been fixed I have fixed the bezel on this watch <laughs> uh, I was able to get in there with some sewing thread and um, basically just cleaned it out because I'm I think I'm this watch I'm the third or fourth owner of this watch I think so this thing has seen this thing's seen mm. some wrist time and I don't think in any of that any of those iterations had ever been cleaned and so just just had some wrist cheese in there it might have some wrist cheese you know, you know what i mean it's just you know, it's just fermenting uh uh what do we call or or logical fromage right from fromage <laughs> is that can we start like a can we start that like a cheese delectable company? doesn't it let's start a cheese company called fromage or perfect i think i think we can i think we have i think we have a winner and we can just sell cheese in the shape of watches that we ferment in bezels that's cute. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're wearing right now for the show. Um, just giving it some final wrist time before uh, before you know officially send it off. But I think what I'm going to do now is um, uh, probably make a post on the uh, watch exchange subreddit, um, Ugh, and then luck. yeah, we'll see what happens. I've had I've had I've had intermittent luck selling things. Um, I sold the Stevrol on there pretty easily. Um, yeah. So that's going to go on there. Also on the chopping block for me to sell, let me see here, my um, Brew Watches Quartz Chronograph, the first one he uh, he did. Let's see, uh, the Paul Yacht 3133 is on the chopping block. The Vintage Omega Seamaster 1962 is on the chopping block. Uh, Damn, dude. What else? <clears throat> uh, there's probably some stuff I'm missing. And there's a bundle of watches I'm going to put together that I think Michael and I are going to figure out something special to do with, but um, I just want less. I just want it out of here, dude. I just want it gone. I just, I just, it's, it's, it's an impediment for me enjoying the things in my collection I really do enjoy. I think the most surprising thing on that list is probably the Poljot or the Poljot 3133. Um, it took me about a year to find a 3133 in a condition that I liked and that I was mm-hmm. confident in and, um, Bought the watch, really, really enjoyed it. It still is a great watch, and I've had an incredible time with it. But I think, I think my time's just over, man. I don't, I don't wear it too much anymore. Um, I don't That's want, fine. you know, I, 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 I don't really think I want uh, too many vintage watches at once because the weather here in Florida tends to be so harrowing to the point where I can't wear a vintage watch if it's super humid, or if it's gonna rain, which happens a lot. Yeah, 
you know so <clears throat> that freaks that kind of freaks you out i get it yeah so i think it's time to um move on from the 3133 so i'm selling the squale selling the brew selling the pole yacht selling the omega there's probably a couple other ones in there that i'm that i'm forgetting but uh i think that's it i feel like i'm forgetting something yeah, it doesn't matter. But either way, we're in the squally now. Fix the bezel here. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna click the bezel for you. Yeah. That sounds much better than when I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, man. It really it it's so much easier to turn now. Um what that I was sounds healthy. Yes. It is it's here, not... I, I have my I have my Orion Mako here. I'm gonna turn the bezel. Okay. So you can hear it. There you go. I couldn't I couldn't hear anything. Because it didn't turn. Oh, that's the joke. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, Dude, get, get some thread in there. I was surprised how well it worked on the Squalidot vessel. Yeah. I got to right? do that. Get some, get some thread in there. Get the, uh, get the wrist cheese out. Throw it in the jar and get the, get your sourdough base going. Right? Speaking, speaking of modding, I might actually just pop the whole thing off. I've seen some people put, like, these cool, like blue ceramic twelve-hour bezels on uh, Makos. I might, I might. Oh, that could be kind of fun. Yeah. Where do you, where do you buy something like that? Eh, I don't know. Some somewhere, <laughs> somewhere on the webs. On the on the on the on the on the web. I'm online. I'm on the web. <laughs> on the scape, the Netscape. I was watching. Uh, I forgot what I was watching. Watching like a movie or a show from like from like the 90s when like the internet was just like burgeoning from within. It was just becoming like a thing, and someone so inauthentically just said, "Oh yeah, let's check it out. It's on the web." And I'm like, "Ugh, my god." <laughs> sounds like my dad. Sounds like my dad talking about the internet, man. You know what I mean? It's just like, ah, but like that was. I mean, obviously now it's much more. Now two year olds know what the fuck is going on on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, two-year-olds pop out, you know. They're already they're already holding an iPhone. Yeah, dude, two-year-olds pop out with a neck beard, bestiality porn bookmarked on their fucking iPhone browser. Dude, they're good to go, <laughs> man. They're ready. They're re- they're ready for the internet at two. Yeah. Or when they or when they 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 they, they pop out. You know what I mean? <laughs> the world's the world's awful, dude. That's the headline. <sighs> but yeah, no. Um, love the squalor time time for it to go the watch comes with the watch box and all the links and all like the little manual and stuff like that so but yeah but that's what i'm wearing thought it'd be fun to give it like you know one last hurrah before i threw it on the uh subreddit before i talked about it here on the um on the on the show you know i'll go i'll go in there and and uh give you a few a few upvotes give me a yeah give me give, give me a couple a couple a couple up likes a couple up likes <laughs> Yeah, push push it up on the on the front page a little bit. <laughs> I've posted a couple Seiko Catterday shots on um, the watches subreddit, and it's been a mixed response. I think people don't like cats, which is totally fine. Um, and I just I don't know. <laughs> I think I saw that. It's like like this is weird. <laughs> yeah, like this is weird. Like oh, this is this is this is, you know this is fucking creepy. It's just like I'm not fucking the cat, bro. I'm just fucking taking like a photograph of it. And I'm putting it <laughs> on the net for all of my all of my my my, my bestiality enthusiast brony friends to look at. What's... I think you should post the the Monza one up there too. That was I did. Cool I did. I did. People. I think people like that one. It did okay. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Oh, I'm... on on the subreddit, you did it. The Monza yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Threw it up. Threw it up on there. Um, yeah. I think. I think it was. It was okay. It didn't do as well as like. 
someone's porta potty low light shot of like a platinum along in Sony, which is fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. I'm sure that person worked much harder than I did spending hours and hours on yeah. one goddamn phonograph. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. I, I think that's the biggest problem with the Seiko Kyrie thing. It's so much time. It's not even so much time actually getting the photograph. There's a lot. I put more post-processing time into Seiko Catterday than anything else. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh, but people like it. I know it makes people happy, so happy to keep doing it. You know? And a huge shout out to everyone that takes that takes part in Seiko Catterday with me. Even if you don't... Here's a funny thing. Even if you don't have a cat, you can do Seiko Catterday. Here's the even funnier part. Even if you don't have a Seiko or a cat... You can take part in Seiko Catterday. <laughs> Just any sort of like watch shot with um with like a like 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 a willing um animal friend, it's welcome. You know, um our our friends over at Love and Watches, um Ranch Racer and Perpetual Girl, I think they've done photographs with their with their geese. They have geese and ducks and stuff where they live. They, they have a farm full of animals. Whole whole gaggle full of full of full of farm farm. I'm kinda friends. jealous. I'm that's like a dream of mine to you know. I have a little sanctuary, but anyway. for me, what I would love to do, it's actually easy here in central Florida. Just buy like a giant plot of like land, just like some mad acreage. And I just periodically want to go and rescue all the animals from like a humane society before they're like turned into spam or whatever happens. I'm not sure what happens um, at humane societies, but like that, <laughs> I feel like that would be so nice. You know what I mean? Like the dogs could have this part, the cats could have this part, all the gerbils and, and miscellaneous dudes could just do whatever they want to do. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a full-time I, job, man. It's a full-time job. That's the only thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that could be my job. I could run it. I could run it also as like an area, like um, where people could have school field trips to learn how to interact with animals. Like, or you could like, uh, yeah. or like have like your first pet experience or like something like that. Like that would be my fucking job. You know? Yeah, because I think some kids today don't know how to interact with animals. Like, I'll see like a, like a little girl walk up to a dog and she just like smacks it. Like, Dude, no, kids, kid, kids are pieces of pet. shit. Because <laughs> no, here, no, they're they're horrible. Because here in celebration during the holidays, they have like horses and horse carriages and bullshit like that. And like every night when I've been there, like be, these people will be there with their kids, and they'll be like, "Oh, can my son or daughter like pet your horse?" And the horse rider is always like, "Yeah, I guess." Like they're clearly apprehensive because they know. They know it's about to happen. And the kid doesn't know how to pet. The kid just hits it in the head. You know yeah. what I mean? Some parents yeah. don't even ask. Some parents just bring their kid up and the kid just hits the horse in the eye. And the horse <laughs> the horse trainers be like, please, please, please let him. It's like, oh, no, he's petting the horse. It's like, no, he's fucking sticking his disgusting snot-covered thumb in the horse's goddamn eyeball. I wouldn't appreciate <laughs> that. I can't imagine Mr. Ed does. Like, Yeah, when we drove out here, we were we were at some, like, rest stop. Like, little little park thing in montana and mm-hmm. the, the the parent did did ask if she could if her little daughter could could pet my dog and like it started with like soft petting and then she put like she put her little hand around my dog's throat and just started choking the dog Oof. there you go i was like nope that's not petting that's some that's <laughs> like, some serial killer shit right there dude yeah. uh, i'll see you on the news in a few years right <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's funny. It's it's just it's just it. The problem is a child sometimes doesn't know they're hurting yeah. an animal, and so some parents either don't realize it's incumbent on them to let their kid know or to show them how what they're doing hurts, or the parents just think the kids the kid will grow out of it. 
I, I think honestly you have to show the kids the kid doesn't like know you know what I mean like um, friends of ours they have a newborn and uh, they were telling us like oh like you know he keeps biting me it's like what do you mean it's like he just keeps biting me <laughs> he's just biting my arm he bites my neck and I'm like oh well fucking bite him back and she's like what like, just bite him back he, ha- he doesn't know it hurts and she's like she's like I'm not gonna bite him back and then so she like she did some reading on like the mommy and me blogs and she's like you're totally right everyone says to bite him back because like as soon as they know not like hard I mean not like not like you're biting into an apple you know what I mean but like just to give the kid the sense of like what the action like how that makes someone feel you know what I mean like not like biting down hard but like letting them know like hey this hurts people don't do that you know what I mean so this is nice this is nice for this is like two broke parenting snobs two broke we can do do one of these for like father's day (laughs) two broke parent two broke childless parenting snobs i call this some armchair parenting if i've ever (laughs) if i've ever heard some you know what i mean but but yeah no like headline don't let your kids abuse animals people jesus christ we shouldn't have to explain that to you but but goddamn you know what i mean but seiko katare is fun i don't even okay thank you that's what we were talking about i'm like dude what the fuck (laughs) How did we get here? Like, oh yeah, stick a cat in it. Yeah, stick a cat is fun. It makes people happy. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm looking at my cat right now. She's asleep in the window. She's just doing her thing. Um, but here, let's move on. I super apologize for getting on a tangent. I'm very. No, passionate. it's okay. We've we've been super on point the last couple of episodes. We made some, <laughs> we, dude. We made some incredible time on that awards uh, episode. So. Oh, did we? I'm glad. I'm glad. We had a lot to cover. That was. A, if you have not heard episode 109 of the Two Broke Washhouse podcast, please go back and listen to it. It was so much fun. We did a 2018 Two Broke Washhouse Best in Neurology Awards ceremony to close out and to welcome the new year. Um, had incredible categories like best hand job watch, uh, best watch to wear while <laughs> best watch to wear while rescuing a team of like soccer boys in like, in, like a cave in Thailand, um, best yeah. watch to wear while threatening your daughter's prom date. Some actually some real world topics. You know what I mean? Not yeah, like course. not like yeah. best regatta timer because you know we're all fucking on regattas right <laughs> right now. We're all we're all in the middle of the race right fucking now. You know? Speaking of regatta timers, when I was down in uh, South Florida last month mm-hmm. um, for my mother-in-law's birthday, we stayed like one night at like a like a resort, like a yachting resort there. Okay. And a uh, ton of yachts. I mean. Sure. That's where they come from. paid, of course. You know, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> but um, I saw a lot of dudes wearing those Rolex Yacht Masters. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe at least you're using it. Hopefully you are. No, I think they get a yacht and they go online. They say, what watch should I buy to match my yacht? Yeah. And then the Yacht Master pops up. That That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. That's but we funny. can uh, but here, let's, move let's, on to some, some news. There's some fun watch news courtesy of my better half and broke watch snobbery. Michael has posted two really, really cool pieces on the twobrokewatchknobs.com website. First one is for a Swatch. The second one is for, I can't ever say this brand name, Corniche? Corniche? How do you say I, this? I think it's I think it's it's either way. Yeah. Either way. So cool here, do you want to... I'll hand the mic over to you. Talk about this Swatch. This is actually a lot of fun, this thing. Yeah, this Swatch, I mean, um, you know, it's January now. We're getting... Uh, you know, the SIHH press stuff is already going out and we're probably going to start seeing some crazy watches. Even though SIHH, uh, some brands have been debuting stuff in more reasonable price ranges. But kind of one thing I wanted to do was um, 
take a look at some watches that are, uh, you know, more affordable that right. kind of fulfill the same look and feel. Uh, one of the watch brands um, at SIHH is uh, Resins, and super cool independent brand from uh, Belgium, and they make these crazy like oh they're Antwerp yeah. oh okay interesting yeah yeah so like they what one of my favorite things that they do they do these like oil filled watches and like you yeah. just have like <laughs> yeah you just have like these crazy like intricate dials and like everything just pops up to the surface because they're all oil filled and look really cool but i mean those are like 20k plus i mean actually i think they've gotten pricier but uh i don't know oh, why i was just going money. through the yeah, I was going through the new Swatch releases on their on their website because they just Swatch makes so much stuff, man, so much stuff, and this one just popped out because I've never, I mean, maybe a Swatch enthusiast can like correct me, but I've never seen one like this. It's kind of all blacked out. It has kind of a super busy looking dial with um, almost like these transparent cutouts for the hours and the minutes. Yep. And these corresponding um, arrows for the yellow minute scale and a white arrow for the hour scale. Um, just kind of like a different sort of timing display. Um, typical of what you would see with Swatch. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to write about it. It's 75 bucks. Uh, blacked out, black case, black silicone strap, plastic. You is know? this part of the it's System a, it, 51 line or is this a course piece? No, they call it their transformation collection, which I've never heard of. What the fuck does that, what the <laughs> so fuck does that mean? I don't know. Maybe it's new. Maybe this thing is marked for spring summer release 2019. So, hmm. um, yeah, I kind of dig it. And uh, I've been bored of my system 51. So I don't know. I, I, I like to think there would be a time when I can just walk into a swatch store and pick one of these up for 75 bucks because... I like it. I, I find it. I find this more interesting than, um, you know, a lot of the system models. Which, yeah, if, I don't know. I think it's kind of. I think the collection is kind of bloated now. Uh, there's. I don't know how I feel about those steel ones. I want. Um, I want to try the steel one just because of the the contrasting irony of a plastic movement and a metal case. Yeah. That's the only reason. But um, sorry, I'm I'm eating. I'm very no, it's okay. My 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 wife just handed me a, a bagel. She's like, "You sure you want some food now?" I'm like, "Ah, this is all. the best time. This is the best time to eat." <laughs> we, we hear this, <laughs> but um, I I would totally pick up one of those swatches. One of those um, uh, hold on, what's what's the actual sw the, the model called of the of the one you're looking at? Per okay, Kevin swatch has to swatch really has to rethink their names. I flat out get scared when looking up the names. Because not long ago, I found a swatch with the name Skin Pole. No joke, it's called Ooh. the Swatch Skin Pole. That's a risky like, click. <laughs> guys, <laughs> you gotta rethink the naming convention here. So I don't know how to say this. It's the Swatch, like, Pew Narrow or something, which isn't really attractive. It's like the reference SUOB157. I have the whole thing on the site. You can check it out. Um, yeah. Go and check it out. I, I I might try and pick one of those up. That way we can just do like a proper review on it and then maybe give it away. 75 bucks. 75 bucks, dude. I, I yeah. Maybe. Man, can, I wonder if what happens if I try to add it to cart. I can try later. But um, yeah, this this was a watch um that kind of 
yeah, it's sort of like a poor man's resins. That's that's what I call it in the review. And that Cornish uh, watch, they seem like a small brand that has been coming out with a couple dressy models. They got some attention with like a three-hander, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. And then this thing was kind of released, not really to much uh, press. But um, this is kind of like a weird mashup between a, like a Longa Datagraph or... A, you know, I'd say something like a Patek 5170, like two register. Hmm. Um, but it's like, it's a Mecha Quartz. It's the same kind of uh, VK movement you get in something like the Hemel you just reviewed, or I think some of the Undone watches. Yep. It comes in uh, steel or rose gold. It's priced at 425 You know, if you want like a, a cool looking two register sporty slash dressy chronograph, I mean... For me, the this first thing, thing it's beautiful. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really it's a really good looking watch. I mean, some of these are renders. Um, it's a, it's a good looking watch. It's not. It doesn't seem like micro Kickstarter quality. Exactly. Know? I think it, what's funny is when I saw it, my first thought was like, "Is Cornish like an established brand I didn't know about? Like what? Like I'm not." And then I and then I had to like yeah. remember, like, "Oh no, that's right. They're not. They're like, it's a smaller operation. You know? Yeah." I, I think, think it. I, I think I like it looks this. really cool. So definitely gonna keep our eyes out on um on the progress. I mean, I'm of a that. huge I'm a huge fan of the um of the fifty one seventy with like the pulse pulsometer scale, but that's like uh that's like a home down payment man. You know? <laughs> so this thing is kind of cool. I see we got some uh oh yeah, we got some we got some comments on this already. I gotta get to those. Oh yeah, I know. People 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 appreciated that. And when it went up, but that's that's kind of that that's it for me. I, I saw these two. I, I might keep my eyes peeled for other stuff. There are some cool brands showing at SIHH, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of annoying at times to be like, oh man, that looks cool. Oh man, it's fifty k. <laughs> like I so, hate that. That yeah, no, that I yeah. hate that. So that I I think I think that's. But that's I mean, typical with SIHH. I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna expect any any less. I I understand. I understand. Um, you know. The show, the show is what it is. I I enjoy it for what it is, um, but it's. I thought it would be fun to kind of uh, dig into some affordable alternatives to yeah, maybe like the brands that you'd see there. And if there's anything that you guys see that we missed that you think would be a good candidate for kind of that like, like an affordable sort of something that reminds you of some sort of SIHH release, definitely let us know what's up. We'd love to check it out and potentially do something yeah. on the site. You know, always love hearing from everyone. Yeah. yeah. What do we have uh, next on the thing? Is it what? main topic time? I think it's main topic time. I think we've I think we've teased and gilded the lily enough. Want to talk about watch mm. modding? Watch modding. Let's talk about watch modding. So, I feel like watch modding is one of those things that like got me into watches because when I when I realized that <laughs> I could only buy into a certain price range. I thought it was cool that I could just put in a little bit more money and time and make these like take the super affordable SNKs, for example, make right. them mine, you know, like really like mine and customize. And well, I mean, that's the driving factor with what I feel like watch modding usually gets just like another facet of you personalizing something, personalizing yeah. the watch. You know what I mean? So I think that's something that I've toyed around with in my head when I first got the SNK as well as my first automatic. Like I remember around that time, actually, that's I think that was my first learned um, 
about watches by Nick Nick Harris with Orion watches before he was doing Orion watches. He was he was a Seiko modder. He was modding oh, yeah. Seiko SNKs. Yeah. I think I'd mentioned to you like like um like oh I think I saw a photo on the watches subreddit of someone switching out this dial for like a blah 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 and you're like oh yeah you know that's something that like this guy does and you sent me like a link to that um that watch modding page that uh that uh, Nick had put together and everything like that and I think that was the first time I'd ever like seriously considered it but what I thought was interesting is there was such like a technical hurdle like I thought about like oh yeah I can like open this up and do this and do this and I thought about more and I'm like dude I'm not gonna F I would fucking annihilate my watch if I opened it up you know what I mean because like first of all I'm, I'm only gonna open, open up my watch after eating syrupy pancakes with my fingers in like a dust <laughs> factory okay so the second I open up my watch it's just gonna get mega fucked you know yeah, I'm I'm really scared. The only mod I've ever tried to do was on an old actually it was my first 007J. So it's kind of I mean it's not something that really matters to me anymore. Back then I was like, "Oh my god, I ruined like a Japan version SKX." I tried to change the insert on it and it just wasn't very good. Hmm. I got the I got the insert from Yoboki's. Uh, which was great, um, kind of like one of the staple modding people in the community. Right. But because of like, because of the dial misalignment and like the bezel misalignment, and then now I had this insert, like those three things were just misaligned and I just couldn't get it right. And I was like, fuck it. Like, and I just sold the watch. <laughs> I wow. sold, I sold the watch. I'm like, here, you get the watch, you get this insert. I just, I, I was so embarrassed that I just didn't want it in the collection. So um, I'm kind of hesitant to do cosmetic mods. Uh, I'm interested in learning about movement mods just so I can like get in and like fuck stuff up and figure out how it works. Well, you have a watch that you want to mod, a movement. I do. Mod. I will not do that by myself, though. I think you should <laughs> do it by yourself. No, no. I think you should think, I think you should, you should drink 13 beers. Okay. <laughs> Put on the soundtrack for Inception, full blast, okay, and just and just try to do it with not even like proper screwdrivers, just like sewing needles. Dude, you know that's something that sounds exactly like something my dad just told me he did, but with <laughs> a, with a Porsche automobile. <laughs> my dad, my dad is about to turn sixty, and I think he just found out about YouTube last year. Oh no! And he's like. <laughs> He's not into like the cat video part. He's really into like the DIY guides for everything. He's like, this sure. is awesome. Like you can find guides on how to do anything. So like, yeah. I think he bought like a, he bought like a new like CD player for his like Boxster that he bought like totaled for 5k. And they still sell like, CD players? I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know what he bought. Like wow, <laughs> that thing actually, you know, that thing came with like a, like a, 12 disc cd changer like you would get on the old luxury car that's how you used to hang dong back in the day by the number of discs you could fit (laughs) in your cd changer oh that's so good but anyways but anyway actually i think he bought something that he could like plug an ipod into or whatever good he still has like one of those little square like chiclet size ipod minis that he likes yeah dude um but he's like 
yeah, like I took it to these people and they said it was going to be like 800 bucks. So like I grabbed a six pack of beer. I went on YouTube and I just like, I drank it all and I did it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad's a fixer, man. That's awesome, dude. (laughs) But I don't think, I don't think I could do that with uh, this watch. So the watch that I'm thinking about modding just from a, a functional standpoint is the Glycine Airman number one that wow. I added to the collection. So, so um, give everyone a moment to get their pitchforks. Let's give them like five, three seconds. Three. Well, two, you know, I, I think I have some support here. Um, okay. I, so we talk about Klein Vintage Watchworks a lot on the show, and he did um, he did a video on an Airman DC4 that he got in the collection not long ago. And he kind of demonstrated an issue that's been happening with these airman models where if you have the version with the uh, extra 24 hour hand mm-hmm. you have a case where the watchmaker did not pick up the slack between the gears and so you'll have you'll have the primary hour hand aligned but the hour the other hour that you're trying to track or the corresponding 24 hour um version mm-hmm it's not going to line up with that index correctly. So mine is a little off. His was really off. His was like like 55 minutes off or something. <laughs> it was like he had to I think he was trying to show like the main hour hand at noon and like 24 one wasn't even hitting 24. Wow. For like That's bad. Whatever. But anyways, um so that's an issue that I guess is easy to fix. My thought, and people can kind of give me their advice, or you can let me know what you think, because I, I think you've opened some movements before. You probably know more about this than I do. My idea is to open this thing up, get rid of the extra baton 24-hour hand that you have here, mm-hmm. just make it a regular three-hander again, and gear that big pointer main hour hand as a 24 hour hand so it would essentially operate as a purist model but i have one of the old i'll have one of the older ones with the um 100 meters of water resistance and so it would do it can't be a crazy mod right it would do one full rotation a day correct and the only way to track the second time zone is to use the bezel which is that's that's the way the airman worked in 1953. If you can, Glycine just came out. They just came out with this because like people aren't comfortable with 24 hour displays. Are you able to find an appropriate gear to do that? Because what controls the amount of rotations, and I could be wrong, what controls the amount of rotations around the dial are the gear teeth in the actual gear that control that uh, that watch hand. So the gear right there now, you know, it's going to go twice. Every 24 hours, you'd have to find the gear that did it that had enough teeth that it would accommodate only one rotation per. Um, well, per that's my thought. Hours. It's just it's just a matter of of using the the right gear or wheel or whatever. The YouTube um, video did they indicate where you could get that from? No, he just said he's like, oh, this is something I'm gonna have to fix. But I'm thinking I'm, there's got to be a gear in here already because that 24 hour hand is working. Can I just use that part and? assign it to the main hour hand probably not but i mean finding a gear that'll work can't be that hard it's an eta 2836 like gmt movement really depends um it's definitely something i would ask 
You could ask Terry. We were talking about that actually. You could ask. You could. You could. You could send it to Terry actually if you want over toxic beta. I think <clears throat> that'd be pretty cool. You know. You know. Or 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 um, who else could do it? I got the watchmaker here in town. Also, he'd That's probably right. get a kick out of it. He That's used right. to work. He used to work um next to an air force base in belarus and he's like he what told me about <laughs> yeah he's like he's like it was fun because i'd get all these um all these watches that the pilots in the air force were using um he's like i was fixing like crystals that popped off because of the pressure like, oh <laughs> like that was he was doing that he's like i was doing that more than battery changes <laughs> it's <was> really cool <laughs> what years uh what's that what year was he there Oh, I have no clue. Have before, no clue. He's born ninety one. He's oh probably, yeah. He's seen any cool Soviet watches? He's 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 told me he's seen like I asked him because I asked him about the um the amphibia that you you gave me and I I wear that watch but I feel bad sometimes I'm like I should I should get this looked at and he's like yeah I'll look at it. like I used to look at old amphibias all the time so that's oh, so cool <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he's pretty comfortable like taking care of those and maybe he can take a look at this or terry's a good option too he's he's doing a lot of uh like uh watch servicing work uh recently is. which is yeah. pretty pretty awesome but that i mean it it doesn't sound like like an unreasonable mod right i just no, i don't think so it just it's just a matter of finding someone that can either work with all with work with what's already in the movement or bring in the necessary components um and get it in there properly you know Cause I've seen, I've seen people also, um, they'll, they'll mod a watch with like a 24 hour bezel and then realize that their thing is like <laughs> a regular 12 hour hand. <laughs> so instead of changing the bezel, they'll, they'll just make it a 24 hour movement. Interesting. Which, which is cool. I, I would kind of, I'd kind of dig that, but I'd have to make sure everything is like aligned properly. Um, I think it could be fun and I think it would lead me to wear this watch a little bit more because it's it's a cool watch but really that baton that glycine added it's so polished and it's over like a matte black dial surface it just disappears when the oh, light reflects yeah. I, you I, know so yeah I hate so that so you kind of got to you kind of got to squint and see what the hour is that you're tracking uh the bezel is just so much easier man <clears throat> I'm having similar issues with this um, uh, Vostok Classica review, uh, which should be on the site by, by the time everyone hears this. So the dial is a very, it's like a sunburst dial, but it's a very smoky gray, and the hands are super, super polished. If I'm indoors, yeah. I can barely read it. I have to be like outdoors <laughs> with like yeah. an appropriate amount of ambient lights for the, for the, for the watch <clears throat> hands to reflect something, to hit something properly. You know what I mean? So no, I totally, I totally understand the need. Yeah. To just legibility wise switch out that hand. So that's the mod that I've been thinking about. Um, those are the mods that I've been into lately. Like ever since getting this watch from uh, from Toxic Nados, the seven five four eight, and realizing how how tank like it feels with these these mods, you know, mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm really interested in learning more about functional mods, like uh, just upgrading a crystal, um, crystal you know, upgrade, upgrading a crown assembly as well you know crystal upgrades seem pretty uh in terms of like functional ones crystal upgrades seem pretty popular um people will like swap crystals out all the time i think hand mods can be functional just to, if you're trying to support legibility but most of the times i think they're just decorative like if you're putting fishbone hands on your 7002 right yeah 
<laughs> actually another another mod uh from toxic natos he got in one of those uh i think he calls it the baby marine master the marine master 200 i actually just put a review up on our site the sbdc 061 yep i think cool. he has the 63 with the blue bezel but he put some like uh grand seiko diver hands on there it looks pretty fun oh that's so cool like the um, like um, the sort of, the, the, the sort of like 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 wide ones with the points it's almost like seiko's version of cathedral hands yep. like it, yep. it's it's they're they're fun Very and by cool. the way that i think that kind of stuff can feel so daunting that it's um you almost want to learn along with somebody i want to call out a youtube channel now that i, I watch all the time because okay. it's just he does his own thing in the watch world and i totally respect it and it's hilarious and he does crystal mods he does like changes hands he puts on bezels but he documents the whole process uh and you see him fuck up he's got to like do it again and it's just so funny um the youtube channel is called minute watch okay and you know besides besides reviewing a ton of the watches that we talk about you know like orients hamiltons seikos stuff like that he does these these types of mods and they're super funny um he has like a puppet turtle that makes an appearance (laughs) in a lot of the videos i just i really dig the channel uh but he does like a lot of crystal mods he shows you like what tools to use um that's awesome yeah I've never changed a crystal, but it looks hard. And you gotta, you, you have to buy some stuff for this, right? That's that's another like barrier to entry. Depending on what you're trying to do, yeah, you would either need like um, like a crystal press if you're trying to try to do a crystal, or depending on the type of watch, you'd have to get like a crystal claw tool because sometimes the press won't do it, so you have to use this like claw for like it's more of like old school acrylic domes. Also, to even open up your watch, you either need one of those fucking like rubber balls, or you need like a like a like one of those fucking JAXA tools, or whatever they're called. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you need obviously like screwdrivers, and these aren't like. It is incredibly unlikely that ninety nine percent of you have the screwdrivers you need at home just regularly, unless you bought them specifically for like watches. You know what I mean? Like, um, the only instance I've ever seen with. People having non-orological screwdrivers work is um, mm-hmm. you ever see those little screwdriver kits that come with glasses? Yeah, yeah. Those may work, not for all the screws, but maybe for like your larger case screws um, that like hold the movement um, into the case. <laughs> so screwdrivers, um, depending on what you're doing, you want a movement holder. You don't want to just like throw that shit raw dog on your table. That'll <laughs> that'll 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 definitely ruin things. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know what man. I mean? So it gets tough. I think the other barrier, like sub barrier within figuring out what to buy is falling into the trap of feeling like you have to buy the most expensive stuff first. Like, oh, all, no. like all the Bergeron stuff. It's like, oh, I want to mod the crystal over here. I want to spend $4,000 on, on watch tools. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I think it's perfectly acceptable to buy watch modding gear. Um, that's not like Swiss, like Bergeron made or whatever, but understand the stuff's probably going to break, but it's cheap. You know what I mean? Because that, that's what I've done. I've bought some stuff that I know is not like the best quality, but there's no reason for me to like max out on that if I'm just doing something like casual. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but I feel like that's one of those things that's, um, it's like, I think the same part of your brain that makes it feel like you need to buy the most expensive watch first for your watch collection. It's like, nah, dude. Nah. Just buy something cool, buy what works, you know? 
but yeah that's i don't know that those are the kind of mods i'm interested in now i think the only other stuff i'd ever do to a watch is uh like a bezel swap like on that mako Hmm. um but I i feel like I mean, when I was trying to mod that bezel on that Seiko, I had like a butter knife and uh, and uh, I think a, like a razor and I've some used, glue. I've used a butter knife to open up a watch case. You just you, you take you take like a thin cloth, you put it against the knife so you don't scratch the watch. You dig it in the case back, and you kind of just just pop it open. It only yeah. works. It only works on like anything with like obviously like um like a snap on case back. That's not gonna <laughs> work on a screw down case back. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. You're going to break your knife. You're going to break your knife and you're probably going to cut your hand and break your watch and it's going to be uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting, you know? You know what's funny? You know what's a watch mod that I think everyone probably does, but they don't might not necessarily think of it as a watch mod? Strap changes. I consider right. you brought you brought this up and I, I'm not a really strap swap kind of guy, so but you've done it. You've thrown things on NATOs. You've thrown things on yeah. rubber straps. Everyone has done it. I consider I would consider that the most accessible form of watch modification, and it could serve a functional and or an aesthetic purpose. You know what I mean? Like obviously, if you want to throw something on a NATO before you, I don't know, go on a hike or go diving, if it's like proper like a proper dive watch, that makes sense as opposed to leaving it on like a leather strap. Don't dive with your watches on leather straps. You know what I'm saying? So. Some people do. Um, some people will put a bracelet on and find that they have to actually modify like end links from something else to have the bracelet they want fit. And that's that's daunting to me because people are just like, yeah, you just bend it until it like fits. And just those words, bend it until it fits. I mean, this guy just gotta lean into her until she gives in. I'm like, dude, what? No, <laughs> what? I'm not doing that. I've been talking to a few people about. Uh, because I, I like these the look of those JB Champion bracelets on um, Speedmasters. Oh, the stretchy ones? With, are those the stretchy ones? No, no. Those are like the... Um, the the aftermarket ones the astronauts bought because the Omega ones yeah, were so bad. Okay. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And they were like 16 bucks back in the day or something. And now if you find an NOS one, it's like $400. Wow. But like if you, if you do it wrong and you bend like a piece the wrong way today and you just spent like... A ton of money on it like that's it there's no way to save the bracelet yeah so. you're mega you're, you're mega fucked yeah so <laughs> might stay away from that uh because they don't exactly fit on my version well so. that's how i feel when terry says like oh yeah you just gotta like just cut off that extra bit on the nato and then like 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 cl- like like seal it off with a lighter it's just like i started doing that it's really easy no i feel like i'd be doing like 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 amazon riverboat triage with a lighter and a toothpick <laughs> it's like dude no i'm gonna fucking give myself goddamn hepatitis or some shit dude no absolutely <laughs> he's, not he's got a he's got a video on that too yeah you caught you you castrate the uh castrate the <laughs> turning into a castrati if you will yeah, no, yeah. Man, that's 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 watch mod that's daunting to me. But the strap change thing, I feel like it's it's super it's super accessible. Um, who's that? Who's that person that makes strap code? Make really cool Seiko bracelets, right? Yeah, big company, big big company. I've always been, although I've been talked out of it by you and uh, other people in the watch family. I've always wanted the. I've always thought I always thought I would love the idea of getting the super engineer two on my sumo. But uh, you have told the me en- the engineer two is cool. It's really big. Like it, it, it doesn't taper. 
Yeah, and I think that's fine. I think that's fine, but we have like we both have like twig wrists. <laughs> we have very similar we're 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 wrist bros. You know what I mean? So it's like you're you might look like Xerxes with the uh I don't know. I, I am shit. a kind god. <laughs> or whatever the fucking line is. That's he came out he, they came out with some cool stuff. They came out with a new um Jubilee bracelet, which isn't as chunky. People are using it on watches like the Alpinist and stuff. Mm. Um, you know, if you're if you're into that. I think I think the super oyster that they make, uh tapers, um, you know, they're doing stuff for like the black bays now. Scene. what that's, that's crazy wow. that's crazy cool yeah, yeah if you want like uh like an oyster style bracelet with polished um center links on your black bay he calls it the super 3d oyster <laughs> that's crazy man but yeah watch uh folks like uh strap code folks like terry obviously other like watch strap outlets like they're supporting a community of the most accessible like watch modifications you can and and ea leather goods huge shout out to ea leather goods um i have a few of his leather straps here and i have a few of his suede straps here and they're just there's they're so good they're just so top notch you know what i mean so you you know a crazy mod that i've seen and i think you have to be like a scientist to figure this out i've seen people I've seen people turn watches like quartz. It, I think it has to be a quartz watch, but they'll turn it into an oil-filled case. I've actually seen people do that. The fuck does that have to do with anything? What does that like do? Well, just bringing just bringing that up because uh, of the the resins we were talking about. Oh, um, okay. They fill like the whole dial with with oil, and it's like a. Uh, you know, resins does it and Zinn does it on some of their quartz divers, but I don't even know where to start on that. What's I think the it's benefit? Like, 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 can I just go and use like the toasted sesame oil that I have in my kitchen counter and like pour that <laughs> into a, into my sumo? Like, what is the, a very a very high calorie mod? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I'll find some I'll find some fucking avocado oil. Then I'll go over to Whole Foods. I'll find some. <laughs> Isn't avocado oil better? Or no? Is, is it also still quite bad? I think it's I think it's a little better. Man, the sesame oil blows me away. It's like I look at the nutrition facts, it's like like a quarter teaspoon, it's like eight hundred calories. Fuck, dude. I just <laughs> I just I just don't even look at it. I just fire up my wok, I throw it in there, I throw things in the wok, and then I'm done and just leave and then I'll come back and there's food in there. I don't even I don't have time to think about that, man. But um but what's is there is it just like does it, does it just make the watch look cool when you put oil in there or is it like a functional thing? The display pops out completely, and I think you completely eliminate um, like reflections and refractions. I don't know if I'm using the right terms there, but all that distortion you get when you look at a watch in certain angles, like that, completely disappears. Wow. I think. So I think it's I think it's a a crazy like legibility mod. Probably if you take a watch like that underwater, if you're like saturation diver or something you you might actually see your watch <laughs> it might actually work better as a dive watch that's pretty but cool I, I, actually. i'm not I'm gonna, sure i, I want to research that if i can if, if i can just buy like a cheap quartz watch and just tinker around see if i can fill it with oil that's kind of cool i'm not even i'm not even sure what oil you use i'm gonna use this, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use this the, the, the sesame oil i've decided let's see i know zinn does it with the let's see Maybe I, can, I, I have some virgin, extra virgin olive oil. I can use that slightly tinted green. <laughs> and these things are not cheap, by the way. These Zins, this one is, uh, 
think almost 2000. That's crazy. Jeez. Wanna but anyways, a, that's one of my house this a, year. I can't think about spending 2000 bucks on a fucking watch. <laughs> yeah. A house is uh, better. And then when you get one, you can mod it. I can just, I, just, I, I can mod the house by filling it with oil and setting it on fire. Right. <laughs> that's a proper house mod, you know? Man, Quartz oil filled. Yeah, it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you the kind of oil, but this thing looks cool. Yeah, we'll throw some links up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check those out after we record too. That's interesting. And so, uh, why why can it only be a quartz watch? It, maybe it's easier to seal the quartz movement away from potentially being contaminated with the oil. I think it has something to do with the torque you need to achieve to get those hands to oh to actually go through the oil because the oil is probably viscous. Yes. Wow. So okay, that's like, like that's a, like that's like that's that feels like upper echelon watch modding to me. You know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you have to use like a high torque thermocompensated quartz movement, which is kind of crazy. So I agree. I think I think this is a watch mod that's only appropriate for scientists. <laughs> scientists. Scientists. <laughs> any, any kind of scientist. Library science. Uh, cooking science. As long as you're some kind of scientist, I think you can do this, right? <laughs> I've been That's, seeing that I've been seeing that meme of uh, Willem Dafoe when he was in the Spider-Man movie, and it's like that one scene where he's like, "I'm a bit of a scientist." I'm something of a scientist like, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra, <laughs> extra creepy, extra creepy Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I just saw man. him. I just saw him in that fucking Aquaman movie. By the way, I didn't know he was gonna be in that. So no, spo- no spoilers. Was the movie any good? DC and Warner Brothers does not have a very good history of. Um, non Batman centered superhero movies. It was like sitting in front of a CGI aquarium for like two and a half hours. I hate that. I don't. I don't like CGI porn. I don't like destruction porn in films. Um, that was my issue with the second um, Henry Cavill uh, Superman film. The first one I thought was actually a lot of fun. Second one, it was just it's just like shit falling over for an hour and a half. If I, if I want to see shit falling over for an hour and a half, I'll go to YouTube. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just, I can't do it, man. Yeah, no, I, I know the, the, the story is really, really cool, and the actors are great. I just feel like if they, if they tone down some of like some of the sequences and some of the writing was just so overly dramatic, I feel like I would have enjoyed it a little more. Sure, it's fun. It's, a, it's a cool, it's a cool like low impact way to just knock out, you know, two and a half hours. Oh, I thought you were gonna um, say forty dollars. <laughs> No. It's a quick way yeah. to burn 40 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Depends on the theater you go to. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's but yeah, true. it was it was all right. I, I, I enjoyed Willem Dafoe in, in the in the film. He wasn't he wasn't as creepy as usual. Good, 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 good. <laughs> you know what's funny? Watch mod. So I don't know if, I don't know if people would consider this a mod, but I I do. I, I consider this a watch mod in the same arena of you wanting to personalize a watch. Um, this is more of an aesthetic thing, more of like a very personal, special personalization. Do people still do case back engravings, like personalized case back engravings? Um, some brands will do it. Um, it's like a complimentary thing. Uh, now the brands, brands so. the brands that will do it, are they all like ten thousand dollar watch brands? Because that doesn't count to me. No, like Nomos will do it with like the Campus Collection, for example. That's that was, true. That was one of You're the, so right, because like they want to, because yeah. it's for like graduating students or whatever, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Congrats, Susie. Enjoy your ninety grand worth of debt. 
<laughs> enjoy enjoy your enjoy real student life. debt. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> enjoy the cold, stark bucket of ice water that is reality. Here's a watch. <laughs> Don't sit on your so yeah, some too people long. do case back engraving. I think I think the guys here in West Seattle will probably do it for you. That's so cool. I want to I want to like I want to get into that more. The only problem is like if there's a watch that could be a good candidate to have like a personalized like engraving, there's already shit on the goddamn case back. There's already like like there's already like a picture of like a clam blowing a seahorse or something like that like on the case back. You know what I mean? Like there's not just like a or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you're shit. absolutely right. You very few brands uh, leave you the room anymore. I, the first one that comes to mind is Rolex. They will never put anything on their case backs. Uh, except maybe for like really? the crazy like 44 millimeter deep seas they have something around the edges but um i still have this baltic here for example and i you know the first time i took it out to review it i was like oh it's just like a solid plain case back but that's actually a trait of the prototype there there's like an engraving um oh, okay I think so too- on, the, on, on the production model there's they'll, they'll be at engraving yeah, yeah. I think I think too many people come out with dive watches, for example, and they'll feel the need to put either A, a dive helmet, B, a diver with like a spear, C, a submarine or something. You know what? I've seen I've seen all of the same engravings like they they <laughs> you can find them between different watch. I've seen the same fucking dive helmet. <laughs> Like can we ancient can we, ancient dive helmet? Can we make board. a dive watch and just have the case back be a dude sitting at an office table slowly accumulating colon cancer? Like can we have like a what the proper experience of someone wearing a dive watch, like a proper desk diver case back, you know what I mean? Or like you'd have the to guy to watches watches and pencils. That dude on Instagram that does like illustrations for, for watches and stuff. Maybe oh, he can yeah. come up with it. <laughs> maybe maybe he, he can hook us up with the proper visual mascot for the desk diver. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they, I, I, I like the idea of a case back engravings. I'm actually surprised. So new Rolexes, they still leave the case back blank. So my dad has a Rolex. My dad has a, I talked about it before on the show, but hasn't been a while. My dad has a two-tone like date just with like Roman numerals. It's, it's, it's not blingy, but it's definitely like, it's he he got it when he like when he became like a doctor like oh like I fucking did it you know what I mean so like it's it's yeah. it's it's dressy but not like gaudy blingy, um, and he used to have that green sticker on the back and then he used to have, and so my dad went to this uh and I apologize if everyone's heard the story before but I haven't said it in a long time so if you're new it's the first time you're hearing it my dad mm-hmm. used to go to a watch servicer in the Fort Lauderdale area it was this little old dude like father time old like it looks like. <laughs> He, like, never slept. He just existed in the shop surrounded by things. Like, when I was little, I would go there with him sometimes. Like, because, uh, um, like, Sundays, he would wake up, go and do rounds, come and pick me up. We would go grocery shopping, and then he would sometimes, if depending on what time of year it was, drop off his watch at this guy's, uh, like, workshop. And this, like, little mini, like, strip mall or whatever. And this guy was just old, 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 old as shit. He was old as time. Yeah, and he would just do all the watch stuff, and that guy never took the green sticker off the back of my dad's Rolex. That shit, that just, that just and I, I didn't realize that was a big deal until Michael, you and I started talking many, many years later when I was a jaded adult. Um, the sticker always stayed on my dad's case back, and my dad didn't take it off. It didn't really matter, but my my dad was also very rigorous with that thing. He would get it looked at once a year. Yeah, I think he would get it properly cleaned outside and maybe service i'm not entirely sure but i just remember once a year he would take it then that guy then time caught up with that watchmaker and he died like every, you know, every, every, everything ends that guy just died 
And so my dad didn't know what to do. So he took it to another watch servicer who my dad kind of heard some good things about. And he was also close to the house. The first thing that guy did was take off the green sticker from my dad's Rolex. The first thing. And my dad didn't like think anything. My dad's not a watch guy. So he didn't like think anything about that. But now that that green sticker is no longer there. Yeah, you're right. On that older Rolex, it's there's nothing on the case back. I think there might be like a coin edge on the actual case back yeah. itself. You know what yeah. I mean? That's all. That's but all there's there no, is. There's no writing. There's no. There's no picture of like a seahorse like like rimming a diver. It's just like a blank, just like a regular like like case back. So that's the same. Is that the case with modern Rolexes too? Yeah, that's the same thing. They just uh, that's that's a I love Rolex. That. That's, that's so a cool. Rolex thing. They'll, they've never. <clears throat> They they know what people are gonna do with those case backs and for example like at the Daytona five hundred whatever it is like they do still like give out Daytonas to the winners and stuff and those things are like specially engraved you know for golf tournaments they have special engravings too so Rolex knows what these watches are gonna like go through and they're gonna be like important memory pieces and trophies for certain individuals wow. so. Yeah, they I wish just, more. They know. I wish more brands supported that. I wish more brands were just like, you know, we're not going to put too. a whole bunch of crazy bullshit. It's blank and like, but like, with the specific purpose of saying, um, our case backs are intentionally blank to allow you the opportunity to personalize, get like a personal engraving, like yeah. on your watch. I think that would be so fucking cool. I'd call you know? it a mod. I, I'm kind of bummed because I I totally forgot. I just took out my Orient Mako because this is like this is the watch I wore on my wedding. Like I danced. Yeah with my wife for the first time wearing this watch um you know and i was like this would be so cool to engrave it with something for like an anniversary and it's just like orient it's got the seal and is there stuff on the back yeah there's stuff on the back dude i could totally have my big zero personalized actually that's awesome i wore my raquetta big zero my wedding day the only the only engravings that are on there there's three numbers because um they put just, just to just to clarify, serial numbers for a lot of Soviet watches are goddamn meaningless. But for some reason, this case back has um, like three numbers on it, but the rest of it's just blank. So can that you, could be kind of fun. Can you, depending yeah. on how deep the engraving is from the manufacturer, can you just like grind it off and then, oh, do, maybe, and then do the engraving? Because this Orient one is super out. shallow. It almost feels like a sticker. That'd be hilarious well, if it was. Let me, no. let me. That'd be- <laughs> It's just a Not sticker. If it's, what if it's laser etched? Is that a different thing? Laser etching? I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure they weren't laser etching things back in the Soviet Union. Let me, uh, one second, let me get my watch. But yeah, I would call case back engraving a, right, a, a mod. I think we can call this a mod. Yeah, a case back engraving. I would. I would call it a modification. It's not. It's not like the same like orological like the hands are the right pinion size. It's not like a watch like like that kind of mod mod, but it's still a mod. Oh, you could totally buff this out. It's not deep at all. Maybe that's Dude, something maybe I'll do with his Orient. I should get this thing engraved. How cool would that be? Your your one year is coming up. My one year is coming up uh, this Holy week. Shit. The weekend everyone's hearing this episode, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, my one year anniversary. It it went by so fast, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, what should I get? Should I get like a Mickey case back like engraved on here? Because we, because we had, we had a Disney wedding. <laughs> You're gonna have to think about that. I'm not. I'm sure. gonna think about this. This is really exciting. Oh, Big Zero. Actually, the Big Zero reminds me of probably something. So this is a, so you might disagree with me on this. You might think this is not a watch mod, but so 
we're talking about the idea of what you do to your watch to personalize it to you. So obviously, you know, movement modifications totally makes sense. Strap changes, crystals, case back engravings, potentially. You might disagree with me on this one. I think in its own right, watch damage is the most passive form of watch modification. <laughs> because what I've noticed happens is a watch will get damaged and then that damage on the watch becomes part of like the endearing charm. So like my sumo has a big old fucking gash on the bezel at 30 because I banged the fuck balls out of it on our very first Disney cruise. So if you're ever on the Disney fantasy and you're walking by Frozone Treats where you get the free uh, soft <laughs> serve, there's a bar uh, that divides the child area from the adult area. Uh, that is the exact bar I smashed the fuck on <laughs> on my poor sumo. So if you're ever there, you'll pass by a piece of uh, two broke watch knobs history. Um, I think that's and, a, I think that's like a mod. Yeah, it counts. It's the most passive. And accessible it's more accessible than a strap change uh, it's and the other the other instance is also my fucking cracked crystal on my big zero when this first happened i'm like oh my god i gotta fix it i gotta fix it and then like you know life got the way and i'm like oh i gotta fix it and then like a month passed by and i'm like okay i'll get to it eventually and then two months passed by and i'm like i don't give a fuck and then three months passed by and i'm like i like that now i like it. i like the broken crystal you know what i mean <laughs> well you're always gonna think of her when you see that crack also she broke it <laughs> <laughs> and not, this is the wedding a, watch too so yeah this is the wedding watch yeah 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 no she um uh, she was I, I think i left the watch on like the kitchen counter and she like picked something off the kitchen counter and like inadvertently like knocked the watch over and she was like she was like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm like i'm sure my watch has seen much worse than than falling three feet off the kitchen counter this thing survived the soviet union i don't know what this thing is you know what i mean <laughs> what's well, I? it's cool because yeah that that is sort of uh that that's a very passive form of watch modding um and it can come in any way uh, yeah. like you probably never expect it um there's a cool story written by a like a watch journalist jason heaton where he i think he got he had a sub that his wife gave him and he was doing something like like sailing like the rolex regatta or something whatever and like and the no bezel comments. got yeah the bezel got caught on like a thing and like popped off and he popped the bezel a, got caught on a bottle of champagne or on a bottle of champagne one of the, one of the lines that you use for sailing i'm not, i don't know the sailing term right uh, right shows how much i deserve a regatta timer I guess. <laughs> but, but i guess he lost like the click spring or whatever and now it's like a bi-directional bezel. So probably the most <laughs> complex way to make that mod, but maybe the coolest. That's uh, so, fine. Yeah, that's now a modded bi-directional dive bezel. I, uh, I feel like watch damage counts in a weird in a weird way because you attach like a personal memory to it a lot of times, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Let's see. So we talked about movement mods, hands, crystals, uh ba -ba -ba straps uh, damage i want to i want to bring something up and I, i've been curious about this because Am I a lot of a lot of people don't know <laughs> so the company so super luminova is a company right and they they make a ton of different um like loom colors like people don't know there's like red super super luminova there's black super luminova does anyone like reloom watches to like have them look like I don't know like fucking Christmas tree or something like oh, different colors? Cool. 
Because uh, the marathons, for example, you have different colors of the uh, tritium gas tubes. Um, they're like loom mods. You can like reloom a watch because people reloom watches all the time. I wonder if you can just take the opportunity to just make it like a crazy light show. Maybe. I mean, I've actually I've never heard of people doing a loom. I've, I've heard of people, like you said, doing loom like touch ups. Yeah. But I've never heard of someone taking like a Seiko SNK and making it look like the Death Star. You know what I'm saying? With like <laughs> well, red loom and shit, you know? Some people buy watches and they don't like the loom and they just reloom it. Like, yeah. oh, this loom is not strong enough or I don't like the color. And then they'll just, uh, they'll reloom the watch. But that takes quite a bit of skill. I think so uh, the relooming thing is difficult because if you do it yourself and if you're not buying pre-mixed loom, you have to mix it yourself, which is fucking difficult because you've you have tried to get, that, right? Isn't it I have, powder? Yep. I have tried. So it's a mixture of the actual like liquid facilitator, which is usually some kind of like gel, some kind of gel that hardens when it's in like small quantities. So it needs to be like thick enough for it to hold its shape when you apply, but still in such small quantities that it will dry properly when you leave it alone. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to mix that gel with the powder. The difficulty, the difficulty, it's kind of like baking, putting in an appropriate amount of dry ingredients to your wet ingredients so the product finishes appropriately. So this is why a lot of Soviet Union watches that had loom, specifically from the first Moscow watch factory, that's that's like. That's Polya, that's Stermansky, that's like some Pabetta, I don't know, and Stermansky. Um, watches that came from the first Moscow watch factory, their loom sucks. It just mm. looks like fucking like bukkake cupcake icing. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's all, it's, all, it's all flaky and shit, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because they couldn't ever really get um, the mixture right. Hold on, my cat's trying to knock the microphone down. Come on, you're a hurricane. Let's go. Excuse me. You're so good. How did you get this around your arm, dude? Come on, give me your arm. Good, such a good cat. Um, <laughs> so that's the difficulty. If you're mixing it yourself, you have to get like the ratios right, and it's one of those things that I just I've I've tried. I can probably do it when I put more time into it, but it's just mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it myself. I would leave it to a professional. Interesting. You know? One thing, another thing that I've seen, and I've been curious about doing this with the um, the Raven Venture because I think. Steve has a video where he shows you how to bead blast an entire Oh, yeah. Watch. That's another <laughs> mod that people do. People will like bead blast or like DLC coat their cases. That's wild. Which you need some like, you need some pretty heavy duty equipment to do that. You need, a, you, you need like an actual like, like I can't one just of those throw in- sand at my watch. God, I fucking wish. No, you need like a proper <laughs> enclosed like like units to do that so you can use if you have something like that you probably already have it for like cleaning rust off of metal you know what i mean like you need like like a, or 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 if you just do metal working and you just polish metal that way you know what i mean it's it's one of those things you actually need the equipment for you know yeah some yeah. sort of blast material whether it's like sand or i don't know what the fuck beads or the, whatever the fuck you shoot at it you know what i mean is there a difference between beads and sand, like for the finish? I don't, I don't know. I pro- probably not. Maybe it's just the same words, but like you know, or, or different words, same thing. Yeah. Now, I'm not, I'm not like a beadologist, so I'm not I'm not like entirely certain. You know what I mean? So, hold on, my cat's here again. What's wrong? Are you okay? What? You want more pets? Okay. She does this thing where when she wants me to pet her, she'll put her hand up, because like she knows. <laughs> 
She knows I use my hands to give her pets. So if she shows me her hand, maybe that's something this I'll is, interpret as my hand. This is Yang, I'm assuming. This is Yang. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yang's the smart one. Yang's a bit of an idiot. She's <laughs> very sweet. She's very much a brute forcer. If she can't solve a problem in the first five seconds by throwing her entire energy into it, she wants nothing to do with it. Yang will take her time and think about what needs to be done. And she's very mischievous. Like right now, she's trying to, again, get my microphone cord. So I'm going to move it. And Yang is the skinny one. Ah. Yeah, I think this is all the watch mods for me. I really don't know. What about, well, like... What, what were you? What were you gonna say? Well, I, I was say I'm just I'm curious to hear if anyone has any watch mods that they have done. Did they go well? Did they not go well? Here's the other thing. Also, do you would you feel weird about modding? I think I think technically you addressed this with Terry, but would you feel weird modding like a Rolex or like something you're never supposed to like? Like 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 the idea is when you <clears throat> buy when you buy a new 911 Porsche, like a 911 Turbo. You buy it and you look at it. it you're, it's done. It's perfect the way the way you got it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's that same way with a lot of really high-end luxury watches, you know? I mean, yeah, I don't I can't think of anything. The thing is, I can't think of anything I would want to change. On what if like, you wanted to put fish skeleton hands on your Rolex Submariner? I mean, if I wanted to do it, I'd do it. You actually, you know, <laughs> one thing, one thing I would do, um, and people are really scared of doing this. Um, they buy those GMTs mm -hmm. or like any Rolex with the crazy polished center links and they just brush them and people lose their minds, oh. but it ends up looking really, really good. So that's yeah. like a, that's like a bracelet mod we haven't talked about. Bracelet um, modding. That's, so how does that work? So you, because those some links... retailers will do it for you. Some authorized retailers will brush the center links for you. So you <laughs> can awesome. buy it. You can buy it and get it done at the same place. That's pretty cool. That yeah. that, that 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 I would be I would be all about. And so if, if you use... if you're loaded and you feel bad about doing it, your dealer can also just sell you. Um, well, this is on the older ceramic GMTs. You can buy yourself. Uh, a regular oyster bracelet that goes on like a Submariner. It's interchangeable with the GMT Master. And then you take your polished GMT Master bracelet and just put it away. <laughs> but that regular sub bracelet is like not cheap. <laughs> like it's a huge right. chunk of the cost of a Rolex. So like divided Jeez. by two, you know? Wow. Maybe not that dramatic, but it's it's not cheap. It's not cheap. I mean, because they put a lot of engineering and time to those bracelets, I'm sure. But that's a mod that people do to Rolexes. I mean, I, it's but it's it's true though. I I do, I I have held several like modern Rolexes, and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, there's nothing I'd change here. It's like I mean, it's like it's like wanting to paint trees in the back of the Mona Lisa. Just give me some of the Crayola Crayola like like oil paint or whatever. Well, you know to what be mean? honest, when I handled the uh, Patek fifty one forty six G recently, that's their annual calendar. I didn't like the strap. I was like, I'd fucking change this. And the guy was the guy the guy brought up this crazy side of Patek that I think people don't know. Like they like they have a catalog of like hundreds of just straps. Like you can they'll really? they'll do any strap for you. Like when you when you buy like a Patek, they'll they'll work with you on a on a strap. Wow. I had no idea. So like that's that's like a 
what is it like forty two thousand dollar watch I'd change something on. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even touch a forty two dollar watch or for a forty thousand a forty two thousand dollar watch. You should just just touch it. Just just. Touch I would it. just I would I would I would immediately ruin it because I would have been eating like like powdered sugar funnel cake before, and I would get all of that shit on the inside of the watch the second I did the second I touched it. Well, I, I wouldn't even know what to do with it. Someone will still buy it. Don't worry. It's got powdered sugar on the inside. I love powdered sugar. So old. <laughs> right? But super interested to hear from you guys. I mean, obviously, there's there's no way we could have talked about all the aspects of watch modding, but it's just, I think it's fun for us to just start this discussion. What I would love to do in the future is maybe an episode just, like, highlighting some of the more popular, like, movement watch mods. Like, because there are all kinds of, like, I know, Michael, we talked about the one you modding that, that glycine movement you have, but, like, like mm-hmm. other movement modifications, like simply changing the date wheel from like a white to a black. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, like, yeah. like I, w- I would love to do an episode just like popular. Or entire movement swaps. People do oh, entire movement swaps. Yeah. You know what Putting I mean? Putting an NH35 so, in like an SKX. Like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah, definitely want to revisit the topic. Want to hear from everyone. Have you guys ever tried watch modding? Did you try it and did it just fucking go totally wrong, which is fine because it happens to everyone, or did it go really, really well? Um, here's the other thing also. If you did a watch mod, did you hire someone else to do it? Or is it one of those things that you felt was more personal and special if you did it yourself as opposed to just like sending it off? You know what I'm saying? So that's the, I'm definitely curious to, to, hear, to hear about that. Let me think. What else do we cover? Should I try and do like a show recap? Yeah. And we should also talk about the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, let's do the show recap and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll close the show properly. So really, really cool. Michael, thank you for writing that those two pieces on that swatch. Pure narrow or pew narrow, whatever the fuck it is. Really, skin really pull. cool to look. Skin pole. Where's good? Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> ugh, man. I can totally see you typing in swatch skin pole and Google make, thinking you meant to say watch skin pole and just showing you like autocorrected results. Are you doing it right now? Tell me, t- 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 tell me what happens. It comes up, man. You can Google oh, wow. Swatch Skin Pole. There's one called the Skin Boot. <laughs> oh, man, that's like that's some, that's some like SVU shit right there, dude. Oh my you know god! I mean, the Skin Boot Killer. He wears boots made of his victim skins. There's got to be some issue with language here. The Skin maybe, Wheel. Maybe there's, maybe oh. there's like a. Ugh. Oh, dude, they gotta change these, man. How how medieval? Interesting, very, very, <laughs> very interesting. Um, but yeah, so go check out that swatch, pure narrow or whatever. I think it's gonna be one of those swatches we will try to get in. Um, I think it'd be fun to spend some time with it. Also, check out that really, really cool Corniche uh, Mecha Quartz chronograph that Michael had written about as well. Really beautiful. I mean, it's just it's one of those things, and the first thing you notice is just how beautiful the entire presentation of the watches like sometimes you look at a watch and be like uh i wish the hands were longer like uh i wouldn't mix that metal with that metal the first thing you do look at this watch is just like okay wow that's just a beautiful looking watch so it's always always fun to see that from us from a smaller brand mm-hmm. um for the wrist checks i'm wearing the squally atmos uh, the squally 30 atmos uh it's for sale if anyone's interested let me know what's up i'm gonna be putting this thing up on reddit soon as well so keep an eye if you want to just look at it there totally cool um, Michael, you're rocking that Seiko. What is it? Uh, seven five five four eight. Seven five yep. four eight. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool. I think it's so freaking cool, man. Um, if you had a good time, if we entertained you while you were on your commute or whatever the hell it was, please consider going and checking out our Patreon page. Uh, we have reached our goal of 100 patrons. 
the new goal is like 200 patrons or something like that. We've also added a couple of new tiers. I'm doing a little bit of experimenting with the idea of tiers for the community review. Um, the community review right now, I just want to do one group. I think it's one group of six or seven people. That's one Patreon tier. The other Patreon tier, so that, that Patreon tier, it's limited. I think is only, I think I've only have six or seven slots in there right now. I want to grow it, but I just need to figure out some logistics. So right now, the Community Watch Review Patreon tier, it's only six or seven people strong. I think one or two people have already signed up for it. And the other Patreon tier, which isn't limited, is basically you'll get the audio from the community review meetups. And so if I'm saying community review and you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, basically what we're trying to do here at Two Book Watch Knobs is make this, this belongs to you. Like this is all you guys. And so we wanted to figure out the most like entertaining and fun way to bring everyone here on this crazy, crazy journey with us. And so the idea of the community review was started by our our, our, our our wonderful friend of the show and contributor to the website, Greg Bedrosian, and watch underscore GB, I think uh, his full name is. We'll, we'll link him and then you can go and check out his piece on the website also. But he did this community review. We basically took one watch and he just had it shared among a group of people over the course of a period of time. And then they all shared their thoughts on the watch. And then, you know, he put together the review. I think the... First community review was written, and it was for the where fuck this up Casio one AW eighty six or A one W eighty six. I think it's nicknamed the Casio. Yes, I'm not too sure. Um, go okay. and check that out as well. Uh, what I wanted to do is evolve that idea and do a community review that was based on a real time discussion between me and Mike, or me or Mike, and six other people. You listeners, you folks, you find wonderful folks at home just talking on like an audio Skype call about our experiences with one watch. So it's over the course of like a month, this one watch goes to different people. Right now, I just wanna do it in the US because that just makes things a little logistically easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% going to lose money on shipping, but that's fine. I just want to figure out a way to logistically make this work. And so over the course of a month, six, seven people spend the time with the watch. Then at the end of the month, we all get together on an audio Skype call and we talk about our experiences with the watch in relation to our our lifestyle our everyday like work habits blah 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 and the audio from and so the audio from that will be available to people who um, jump in on the uh, uh contributor uh, community review like like audio patreon tier so there's the audio tier where you just get the audio for the meetings and then there's the actual participation tier where you get to take part in the um in the community review yeah. Um, Michael, how convoluted was that explanation, or did that make sense? No, no, it made sense. Okay, good. It. Yeah, go and check it out. Thank you to everyone that already has contributed on Patreon. That is super, super huge. We're only able to make this work because because of you guys and for you. I mean, this is this is just um, this is just. I mean, that's like a dream come true. So, go and check that Patreon page out. It also explains how we use Patreon funds. Um, if you have any questions on anything there that might not be explained properly, properly, please totally let me know. I've already answered some questions for folks who were curious about some aspects of how funds were used. And so I want to make sure everything's as transparent as possible. Um, also, uh, I'm going to close the show out on a question. What should I get engraved on the back of my Raketa Big Zero to commemorate my wedding? Any ideas? Yeah. I'm open to, I'm open to all, all ideas. Top of the list right now is currently a starfish rimming a seahorse. I think I that's think, the number one. Do you think my wife yeah, would appreciate that? I uh, maybe don't show her if you 
I'll just I'll just I'll just tell her I got it engraved, but I won't tell her what it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 Mama don't know one hoida as the as the water boy, as Henry Winkler from the Water Boy once explained to me, and then I believe oh, God. Quoted, quoted later, right? <laughs> exactly. When I was growing up, my mother told me not to get a tattoo of Roy Orbison on my ass. Well, Mama don't know one hoida. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a great movie, man. <laughs> right? It is very underrated. <laughs> water sucks. Gatorade rules. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> but here, I uh, appreciate everyone's time this week. Hope you all have a really, really, really incredible week. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Michael, is it that sad? Is it that sad, sad time? Am I missing anything? Nope, but we'll be back in just one week. We'll be back in just one week. Keep an eye on the feed. We'll probably be doing some more live streams and keep your eye also on the website. A lot of fun stuff coming on there as well. Uh... I don't know what to do since all the James Bonds are now off Hulu. What do I do? What do I do with my free time? My Little Pony. I could watch My Little Pony. I could I could get into that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a casual hobby to get into, I think. That won't have any social so. ramifications whatsoever. Perfect. No, no. I'm down. You're, I'm down. Yeah. Let's do this. You want to start the sign off and I'll jump in? Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. Hmm. For England, James? No. <laughs> For me. You have been listening to Two Book Watch Snobs. Later. Yeah.